Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. my god i don't believe mine eyes and mine ears because my dearest of the dearest dan's is back in his brooklyn <laughs> abode and uh i'm michelle collins this is midnight snack we've got such a great show um helena york is coming up later we love her but the headline is that um I'm now in Milan, Italy. I realize that every time you listen to the show, you <laughs> seethe. Like I, if I just had to like gauge like people's energies when they open this podcast up, it's like seething, angry energy. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, where in the world? Oh, where the fuck is she now? That should be the name of the show. Like when Matt Lauer, where in the world is Matt Lauer? Where the fuck is she now? <laughs> Where the fuck is she now? You know, and I get it. I'm on your side. I'm actually agreeing with you. It's annoying. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'm in Milan. I'm here because, um, unfortunately, as a non-British citizen, I had to leave England for a bit so that I don't, you know, get banned visa wise. So I thought, oh. you know what? I have no apartment in New York. I figured, let me come have some friends in Milan, some friends all over Italy. Just be a piece of shit in Italy for a little bit. So that's what I'm doing. But the headline is that Dan Acton just got back. Dan is here. Hi, Dan. I did. Hey, Michelle. 
How is that a hotel room? <laughs> it looks looks pretty nice. Wait, are you asking that sarcastically? No, no, it does. No, it looks nice. Yeah. This Ooh. is the bed. And then I have a balcony. Oh, though. wow. That's like the highlight. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Great view. I love it. Yeah, it's nice. I like that I turned that tone around right fast. How's that hotel? Ha ha. Well, you know... <laughs> You know what, though? I will say there's, um, and this happened to me once in a different Airbnb I stayed in where one of the electrical outlets must be shorting out and it smells kind of like body odor or something. I can't Ugh. explain it. It's the second room I've had. Huh. It's it's faint and it's only by the TV outlet. So I know that that's where it's coming from. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I'm all, I'm always inspecting stuff. That's right. like what I do. I go in a room, me and Katie Couric make a lot of Today Show <laughs> references today. We get our blue, we get our little me and Stone Phillips, we get our little UV lamps out. I'm checking for semen stains i'm checking for electrical out outages how is paris dd paris was awesome it's it's uh, true what they say it's a beautiful city i had such a great time uh that is, that is what they say yeah famously they always say paris is a beautiful city wow tell us about it oh my god it looked amazing i mean it was so great um this past week uh i went to the louvre i was just shopping everywhere i did get that brass pan or copper pan whatever i was looking for copper cookware classic french thing and i found like julia child's uh kitchen store that she went to and uh i visited like three times because it was expensive but i did come back with uh copper cookware (laughs) How much I have a few questions because yeah. when Dan initially told me about his Leo scheme to bring back uh-huh. copper cookware, which by the way they sell here, <laughs> they have big ships that carry it over the ocean to New York where you can buy it for marginally a little more money. I mean, no. it's, it's not twice the price, it was twice the price because I, br- I brought out Amazon in the store in this ancient, like 200 year old store, and I looked it up on Amazon. I was like, oh, this is a deal. Wait, okay, so now I got another prices because guess what? Yes, I'm Jewish. Okay, <laughs> so hold on. How, first of all, how many pans did you buy? Because I thought you were only getting one. Yeah, I just got one. I, I got a fry pan. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. that's the only pan I would ever buy. Well, yeah. No other pan does it for me. You bring me a big fry pan. I'm going, now we're talking. <laughs> that is, it's the only way I know how to cook. I don't know how to make, I had a Le Creuset like a huge yeah. Dutch oven that I bought right. that was beautiful. And I sold it when I moved. I never used it. It was just on my <laughs> stove collecting dust for two years. I'm like, what do you put in here? Chicken? Like, I don't even, I don't know how to cook. It's so just like full of fry pan underwear and bras and stuff. It's like yeah. <laughs> storage space. <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm going to slip into something more comfortable. I grab my like set. <laughs> you come out and they're like, is that liquor set? <laughs> You're like, mm, Yeah. <laughs> It's like dragging my tits yeah. to the ground. I'm like, yeah, it's a little heavy. So in the meantime, wait, so hold on. You got a fry pan. Can yeah. I guess what you paid? Yes. I'm going to guess you paid 200 euro. Less. Okay. That's not so expensive. No. 150? Uh, it was 160. Okay. But when I looked and it up, it was like a $400 pan. You're joking. Yeah. I got to see this pan. My phone's all the way over there charging. <laughs> Okay, I'm turned on. I'm turned on. How much did it weigh? Was it like over 10 pounds? No, no, no. It's, uh, it might be 10 pounds. I don't know. It's like five, over five pounds. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. When I was in Paris, I famously, and I I don't know if I told you this or not. I went to a store that Julie Childs also loved and bought one of her favorite kettlebells. <laughs> it's so dumb. Can you imagine Julia Child with a kettlebell? Oh my lord! <laughs> I can't even do it, and I won't. It's too, I won't. I refuse. Not in Italy. Not cheap. Um, 
Well, that's so exciting. And every day I would get texts from Dan um, in front of just hilariously named, you know, you're really always good for a laugh. I must say, like every time I saw his little name come up on my phone, I thought I'm in for a treat. <laughs> and I always was. You never just you disappointed me once. OK, what was some one thing you sent me? I didn't like. Yeah. Was it not the um, haunted Pinocchio? Was that it? No, uh, like no. That. was it the the cafe or the bistro called La Sully? <laughs> Nice. No, Lasully was funny. Okay, all right. Um, Lasully made me laugh. Was it Il Dufo? Rosa Parks. Yeah, there was a hamburger place called Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks. One word that was. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't say funny. It's a, maybe inspiring. It's, it's a, I just want to know. I just want to know why that happened. Yeah, <laughs> it was like. Yeah. It was like here's a list of words that uh, choose one for your hamburger shop. I guess. <laughs> they just went to out outcast lyrics. They yeah. were like whatever. <laughs> just pick this one. Um. No, it looked really fun. And how is Hugo doing? Oh, he's doing great. He's uh, living his Aww. best life. Yeah, yeah. He's he's doing awesome. Aww. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you that I got into Milano Friday from yeah. London. Um, it was, uh, you know, the flight was fine. No, nothing dramatic. Because I came back on American Airlines and I paid for an upgraded, like, you know, economy comfort or whatever. I just, yeah, I just yeah. wanted an aisle seat, basically. And so I get on and there, there's... A full row of people in my seat, you know, like, I was like, okay, what's the deal? Wow. I pull out my um, app, and as I pull out the app, a second later, the little seat assignment switches to, like, a middle seat way in the back. <gasps> and I had already paid for it. So, I go up to the... Oh, let me tell you, tell me, can I, ask, can I interrupt? Hold on, can I interrupt? Who do they think you are? Me? That is only <laughs> some shit that happens to me. Right. So, I... Oh. I'm sitting up. I'm so pissed now. Okay. So this I, was one on yeah. yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. 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 So I go to the flight <gasps> attendant and I'm like, oh, hey, you know, like whatever. But I did pay for this seat. And she's like, oh, well, the um, the entire flight is like empty. So just pick a seat and go. I was like, Why would they do that to you, though? I don't know. I don't understand it. So like, wow. so uh, there is like a full like row of four seats open in the middle. Okay. And so I go to nice. sit down. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll get to like sleep or something. I don't know. Yeah, so, lay down. Yeah, so everything's and nobody's sitting there. Like the plane is about to <gasps> I'm go gasping. off. I'm I'm like literally on the edge. These are the stories. This for me yeah. is like insidious. Well, like what happened? Okay, so, oh so then all of a sudden, the last moment, some guy comes down the aisle and he pauses and he's like, "Oh, I'm sitting right next to you." And I was like, "Oh, um, we'll just sit down there." Yeah, exactly. I was, I was like, "There's, there's four seats." I was like, um, "You know, they told me, I told them, yeah. I told them what happened, and like, we're just picking row, seats, I guess, like, because they were telling a lot of people that." And so he comes in, so he puts his stuff away, and he's like going for the seat, and I was like, "Oh, if you want some more room, you know, we could spread yeah. out." So he doesn't spread out to the opposite no. seat. He, he moves one. Is he no, he was no, he's American. Dumb he, fucking asshole. He moves Go on. one over. And so we're like, like, he could have been at the opposite end, right? He, no, I get it. And then, he, and then he's like, oh, well, um, I was really looking forward to it. I wanted to sleep on this flight. And I was like, yeah. I, was like I, I said, oh, me too. I'm really glad you're here. But I also was <laughs> like, what? You're not the only person. Hold on. So wait, 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 wait. See now. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. What he thought. I know it's coming. Yes. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> he was pissed that you sat in his row yes. because he would have had all four seats to himself. Yes. You know what? 
He has a point. Well, okay. Can I <laughs> tell He has a point. Okay, but hold on. Okay. Hold on. Okay, go on. Go well, on. Because I was like, yeah, I paid for, uh, you know, enough to pick my seat or whatever. And he's like, oh, well, I paid for business class and they didn't have any business seats left, they said. So they just moved me back here. So I was like, oh. That's a lie. That's a lie. Okay. Well, that sucks for everybody. No, whatever. I don't buy it. Okay. I don't buy it. So the reason why he maneuvered into that that seat is so during the flight, he can lean his head over into one seat and then he puts his feet over like touching my yeah, yeah. feet. But he's like touching, he's paying footsie <gasps> with me. And I'm like, should I, I'm not going to move my foot. Like I, I'm, I'm just as well, just by as the way, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Not only is Dan not going to move his foot. Admit it, you kind of like it. I know you. I do. Uh, <laughs> was it cute? Theoretic, what did he look like? Theoretically, no. I think he was like, I think he was in part of a band because like he had a friend that came on and was packing like a didgeridoo or something in the overhead. Like I don't know what. All right, I gotta it was, go. It was That's some the kind show. Of, yeah, you just said didgeridoo. <laughs> it was some kind show. of like. Some kind of musical instrument. So I'm sitting there. Oh, also the the seat back like entertainment system didn't work. Literally, I tried to watch several movies and they would pause and just restart. The only movie... Hold on, was this for everybody or just your seat? It was for everybody because finally they started making announcements that like... What, let me tell you, yeah. American is not, you know, their CEO just stepped down, I think, today. Now I know why. Yeah. Seatback <laughs> Entertainment, baby. Exactly, exactly. That Seatback Entertainment not working, you got to go. So the, I'm sorry, that's enough for me. I'm like, take it away. So, yeah, the, go on. so the only movie that I could watch, which fortunately was my first choice, was um, Pig with Nicolas Cage. Oh, how was it? It was pretty good. It was kind of funny. It's like a weird... Ernest Hemingway thing where everybody talks in these very yeah. like where's my pig <laughs> like that's all right <laughs> that's like the whole movie absolutely not uh, <laughs> so you're touching feet with a strange man yes. who's in a band which to me sounds cute yeah well Nicolas Cage says where's my pig I'm listening so anyway other than that it was a uh, it was a great flight but I'm trying to like get a refund for the you know for the seat that I did not get hundred percent well they will give you a refund for it because you saw listen. I have to tell you, you saw what happened with me on um, This Is Why I Love United. I know United fucks up a lot and people hate them, but all airlines are evil. And I will say in the scheme of evil American airlines, I think United is the best, meaning the nicest one. Well, because they downgraded me from that first class ticket um, to Miami and gave me a thousand dollar voucher. Wow. Okay. I didn't tell you that. Uh, oh wait, no, no, you did. I, but that's you so did. impressive. Yeah, that's so impressive. A thousand. They go and they go. Oh, we have to downgrade someone for a thousand bucks. I go turn the mic off. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah, Are exactly. you on your mind? Right, like, right, yeah. right. Give me the money. No, I was. But that money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I, yeah, I called and so far, like nobody would help me, and so I finally, oh. I'm so jet lagged and like crazed. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. I, call, I called my bank. <laughs> To like stop and they have like a detective on yeah. the case or whatever so whatever good but uh by the way i love nothing i love more than stopping a payment you yeah know i know, I know, like, I know. Oh, you think you're gonna get my money <laughs> one second allow me to get the detective on the case yeah, exactly <laughs> so i got jessica fletcher on it so it's like yeah my favorite gin is chase sapphire reserve mm. for the record <laughs> so let's give me a big old glass of that um I had an experience this weekend that I sort of saved for you. I halfway saved for you because I did kind of, I had to bring it up on, on my other show, but um, I had a very, an incredible first weekend here in Milan in that. So my two friends who were here and I know a couple people, but they were both out of town. So I was just single gal on the go, you know, having a good time, like 
wanting to look chic. I forgot what chic people look like because when you're, let me rephrase that. And this is not a dig on British women per se. It's also a dig on American women while I'm at it, just for the record. But I forgot how truly chic women dress Mm. until coming here. And it, so I have lowered my own standards of like daytime attire, not nighttime, but like during the day, you know, sweater, jeans, sneaks, happy, right? right? right, Oh, great. And then walking here, everyone looks like Carmen Sandiego. I'm like, wait, I actually have to text you. Well, my phone's over there. I'm going to post a picture on Instagram. I saw Carmen Sandiego at a cost today. (laughs) Red hat, brown coat, red pants. I'm like, is this bitch for real? Like same outfit. And she looked phenomenal. Um, But people here really just know how even they're very thin. I got to tell you this. They're skinny. They're like attractive, not necessarily pretty, but they're just like they're they got their look together. Right. And it is kicking my ass a little bit because I'm like, look how I'm in a sweatshirt right now. Like I'm not in that mode yet. Yeah. So coming here this weekend, I'm like, all right, I really gotta like figure my life out here because <laughs> you know, also coming from London where everyone, women especially, like do not care really, unless you're like a very wealthy woman in maybe Knightsbridge or Chelsea, like a part of the elite. Yeah. You know? They don't really care. Like, it's not a fashion town in that sense. Uh, But here it is. So Saturday, I, like, did a little shopping. I went to, like, the local outlets for local people that's here in, like, downtown Milan. I got some crazy shit. Anyway, like, stupid stuff, actually. I got a pair of mittens that look like... I thought they were chic. They're from Lowe, the um, Spanish company. They're from Lowe's. Actually, it's funny because I Googled (laughs) their mittens. Wait, I actually Googled Lowe mittens, and it brought up, like, workman's mittens from Lowe's, and it looked... Like the mittens I got from Lowe. Like it's, <laughs> they literally look like what Heath Ledger would have worn on the ranch, but they're really warm and they're, I thought they were like fashion-y. And then I sent a picture to like two people and they were like, these are the ugliest. <laughs> like I can't wear them. They look like oven mitts and I got them to wear out. Anyway, look, I was tired too. All right. I was tired too. So wait. So Saturday night, I figure, let me go. I, I honestly was like, oh, let me stay in. I just want to get room service. Like I'm in a hotel. Right. Um, I was going, I got an Airbnb for a month, which we'll get to in a second, but I figured, let me stay in and get room service. And my friend Dave was like, no, go out, put a dress on. Mm. You'll, you'll regret staying in on a Saturday night. I thought, you know what? He's right. So I got, did I tell you the story? I haven't told you. right. So I get this dress on one of my worst, worst black dress, but like kind of like a bit hookery, honestly, like a body con (laughs) above the knee black dress. I pair it with black tights and an over the knee suede boot. That's like a size too big. So they're a little loose. All right. And (laughs) just follow along. Puss in boots. So I'm like looking. What? (laughs) Doesn't puss in boots have those like boots that are a little like (laughs) big? Yeah. Yeah. I'm holding a hat. My eyes are huge, round and black. I'm looking up. And I'm with Shrek. <laughs> and so I'm <laughs> so dumb. Feather in my hat, sore. So I look fucking hot, okay? And I make a reservation at this restaurant that's near this hotel that I'm at. Hmm. A very elegant restaurant. I figure, let me like be classy tonight, right? right? So I show up at one seat at that, and you know, I love a counter. I love sitting at the bar. It's like my favorite thing. I show up 
and the counter seat is literally basically the hostess stand. I'm like, that is not an actual table. Like, you want me to be the hostess? <laughs> and I said, look, and it and it's an expensive restaurant. I said, listen, like, this isn't gonna, this isn't where I, and I was nice. I just said, yeah. I want to like, look at people. This is like sitting, all of you are standing around this seat. Like, I can't enjoy myself <laughs> right, here. Right. And he said, and the place wasn't even busy. It's like your airplane thing. And he goes, ma'am, this is the only seat we have in the house. You know, their accent is so annoying. So I go okay well cancel my reservation because i'm not going to pay like 150 fucking dollars right. to sit here right right just between us yeah so i leave now i'm like in my hooker outfit it's like 20 <laughs> degrees outside it's freezing here i get my phone out i'm like okay let me find another restaurant yeah. so i find this place in brera which is a very honestly it's very chic it's like where the boutiques are it's like very pretty there and i don't know i really like it so I go, let me go to this place in Brera. So I'm walking over there. It's everything is close. It looks far in the map. It's like one of those cities. Yeah. Like it looks like across town and it's like a mile. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's not crazy. So walk to this place, come in. Dan, every table is a date. Anywhere from a first date to a third or fourth date, everyone is holding uh... hands. I mean, it's just, I was laughing. I'm like, this is too much. And the, it was also quite bright for a first date place. So I couldn't even be like chic in my cheap black dress. Like I had to, there I was right, in right, my right. tights, you know, <laughs> with my knees out. So I walk in and there's like this lovely guy, like the owner turns out handsome looking like tall guy and he goes uh oh i said you know table for one and so they put me also kind of towards the front but it was a good table because they could see everybody so i'm basically like i have a front row seat (laughs) at my own come from away musical except it's like first dates the musical and i'm just watching all these people be cute with each other and to be honest with you just between us like i'm not that hard up at the moment like i've had some good times recently so i'm not jealous like sometimes i think if you haven't had you know what I mean? Like, well, like I had fun in London, right? So yeah. I'm like in a good place. Right. But I feel like if I had not had fun in London, I would have been very bitter. And instead <laughs> I was like, oh, like, look how cute everybody is at this restaurant. Oh, like, that's this nice. Is great. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't, I actually was like happy to be there. So long story short, the waiter comes over and I said to him and I could tell he was just like, one of us, mm. you know, I could just see he was like cute. So I was being very funny with him. He spoke fluent English and I go, listen, I'm not a hooker. I go, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> he was like on the floor. I go, look, I'm not a hooker. I'm just a, an American New Yorker. I just want a meal and a glass of wine. He was like, whatever. So, <laughs> so he, he goes and he's so sweet. And at one point he said to me, thank you for being here tonight because I can really be myself with you. Oh, that nice? That's really nice. Yeah. Cause I was being funny. Yeah. A little gay waiter. We love that. Oh. And so, how do I know that? Because then we talked about House of Gucci and Lady Gaga. And he was like, Lady Gaga is why I left my little town. Like, we had this whole long, beautiful story. So at one point, these two guys walk in. Very handsome looking guys. I assume on a date. But it turns out they had dated but are now friends. I'll tell you how I found that out. So I just ruined the whole story. Anyway, they walk in. Very good looking. Very well dressed. And the younger one is kind of like looking at me a little bit. And I'm just like... Hi, like, you know, not a hooker. And they sit down like three or four tables down for me. And I'm just like, wow, they're very chic. Like, I just felt like, wow, they're fashion people. They have to be. Have my pasta. Meal was delicious. They brought me a free limoncello. They were so nice to me. They're like, yeah, just a great, you know, I always say like, if you go in nice, I don't expect anything. I, it's how I like to have a nice time, you know, Right, right. but just if you're warm, people really respond to that. Like, it's just be charming. And people are like, thank you for being nice. Right, right. It's a nice thing. So anyway, I pay my bill and I'm getting up to go. And at that point I had tagged the uh, restaurant on Instagram 
saying, you know, having a wonderful time, whatever. And I, I didn't think they'd see it, especially that night. I guess my cute little waiter there must have followed the Instagram stories because he immediately came over and was like, you're famous. Uh, you have this is you. And I was like, well, I'm not. I'm certainly not famous. I don't know. Now the owner comes over. There's still people there. He wants a picture with me. He's like, please, can I That's have a photo with you? I'm like, oh. Amazing. So funny. <laughs> so I stand up and he's like his wife worked there. She was so sweet. I take a picture with him. So now the guys who, who are already like kind of looking at me are really looking. And yeah. I'm with my coat on ready to leave. And the younger one says, come over. Ha- we have a glass of wine left. Come have come have it with us. Wow. Like, okay. Okay. So I go over, <laughs> sit down with them. They bring me a glass right away. We have a, a glass of wine. And we start chatting. So it turns out uh, the younger one, uh, Lebanese, but it like lives in Italy, obviously, was an engineer. I won't say any of their names. And the, I won't say older, very handsome looking guy, but older of the two one. I don't even want to say the, the name. Was like the head designer for a very famous fashion company. Okay. <laughs> when he said it, I was like, L O fucking L. I said, I knew it. Because uh, he walked in and I was like, that's a person that does something fun. <laughs> like, I just got it. He had like great hair, like little glasses. Like, he just looked great. Oh my God. And so we had the best time. And eventually, the younger one, we were, ch- you know, they asked what I did, blah, blah, blah. And I, I never say it because, you know, I know it's like, I don't really say it, but I said, you know, I was on The View for a season mm-hmm. and the younger one goes, that's why I know you. He goes, you were so familiar to me. And I always watched that show oh, wow. and I couldn't place it. And that's it. How funny. So isn't it a small yeah, world yeah. though? Isn't just life so funny? At this point, the odors brought us another glass of wine. <laughs> we became the best of friends. We had such a good time. So, I, you know, we exchanged information, et cetera. But it was such a wonderful night. Mm. And I just am using that as an example to you, the listener, to you. Go out by yourself. Sometimes fun things happen. You just never know. Yeah. I don't know. It was really great. I came home feeling Uh, so happy. I was like, that was fun. That's awesome. That's fantastic. And then I'm just going to counterbalance that (laughs) in case you think like Michelle's so blessed that the next morning I literally saw a man die on the sidewalk and had to pass him again. I saw a dead man on Sunday morning on the sidewalk in Italy. What? I saw a man die. I was walking to go meet people for brunch. Yeah. And there was an old man in his 70s, at least, well-dressed, laying in the street. There were only like two or three people around him, blue in the face, like he was not moving. It was crazy. And they were calling the ambulance. Real whiplash, J.K. Simmons. I go... (laughs) I'm sorry. May that man rest in peace, by the way. Yeah. No, he looked like a nice guy. I mean, who knows? I thought he was like a taxi driver because there are all these cabs there. Mm. So I see what's going on and I stop and have that moment like, is there anything I can do to help? Because I, I, of course, any person is going to be like, what can I do? I don't speak Italian. All I would do is stand there and go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, that's what I would. That would be my addition is someone yelling, oh, my God. (laughs) So I thought, well, that's not going to help anybody. So but I got really upset, obviously. And like, I I thought maybe he jumped like I didn't know what happened. And um I kept walking and then looked at my phone and realized I was walking the wrong way. And the only way to, I had to go back. It was horrible. I was like, there was no way for me to go. Even like the long way would have been like a mile out of the way. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Me again. <laughs> God. No. And by the way, there was no sidewalk across the street. Cause it's a huge construction zone. You look so down. I'll take a picture. I can see it. You look down and he just rolls his eyes as his last like. <laughs> Yeah, his last words were you again. <laughs> oh, I thought, are you kidding me? Bring him back. 
<laughs> no, but I walk by, and at this point, like now, more people are around, yeah. and I'm like, and I'm, I'm literally like upset. Obviously, I'm, I, well, it's a crazy thing to see, but I'm like holding my chest. Yeah, I'm like, course. I can't fucking believe this shit, and. uh and I'm walking and I see people like walking toward me who are clearly going to now see this man uh, who I'm telling you is not living. Like I, I've never seen a person die ever. And the only dead person I've ever seen, and it's a long story, was James Brown's body on the stage at the Apollo. And I will say that. What? You know that I saw James Brown dead at the Apollo. No. You don't know that Julia Stiles and I went to the Apollo Theater to see James Brown in his casket? No. On stage? No, I don't think so. Well, we did. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Get, get used to it, people. Chapter three, honey. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, so listen, so I turn and I see these people, but I'm telling you, this man was not living. And actually, when I came back, because I walked about a block, they were doing CPR on him. Like, uh, I don't think he was alive. Like, yeah. it was just one of those things. Right. And I just, I like couldn't look and I kept walking. And then I saw these people coming toward me. It's like Sunday at like 10 a.m. Yeah. Who were with kids and stuff. And I'm thinking, I think if it had been in New York, I would have, because I'm like confident <laughs> yeah. in New York and I speak English. Right, right, I right. I would have been like, stop. Don't, there's a, a situation yes. down there. You don't want to go down that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what was I going to say? Like, scoozy, scoozy, man dead, man dead. Do not go in there. Like charades. They're like, what? (laughs) Oh, and I asked a woman who I I passed, um, who was like standing there. I go, do you know what happened? And she goes, he was walking and he just collapsed like mid walk. Oh, wow. What, you know, what do you think happened? It's a fucking nightmare. Anyway, so I saw a dead man, had brunch then. And by the way, I hope he's okay. Obviously, I heard the ambulance is coming. No, it just is like, how can this? You know, when God giveth, he also taketh away, is my point. It's a terrible thing um, that happened to you to have to see that. <laughs> basically, what a horrible. Yeah, I'm so unlucky. <laughs> I can't even laugh. I hope he's all right and please love to his family. Listen, we got to wrap because we have Helena York from the other two here. And Dan is, um, I, I just, can I be honest? I really missed you. I miss you too. I really this do. So I adore fun. you. Um, yeah. Listen. Follow Dan at Dan underscore Acton. Um, if anyone knows what happened to that guy, let me know on the street. And I'm going to go take a bath and um, go out tonight and just have a little meal. Okay. I'm t- by the way, last thing I'll say, one thing about Italy, to me, the most COVID safe country on the really? planet. Like, oh, great. They take it. They are. And I'm like anal about it. Yeah. And they shame me like i'll walk down the street without my mask on with, with no one on it yeah. you know i'll just take it down yeah. and someone will pass me and like look at me and wow like, like, even on this street good for yeah. them it's wild that's great so on that note all right here we go next guest let's do it helena york we had to go. This is someone I've met a number of times. We're friends. We DM. And I still had to have you explain to me how to pronounce your name literally eye to eye. And I want to just die. Tell me everything about that. Well, I on my Instagram and Twitter like profile to get ahead of it. I have it phonetically spelled out. <laughs> I have it as ha, lay, na. So people know because it's three vowel sounds, which is really asking a lot. Do you know what I it mean? Is. Yeah. It's like too, too many. Just throw one at somebody like. It's like Michelle. your own sound of music, like ha, a deer, a lane, a deer. It's like there's your own little, your, your own little scale progression. Ha, lane, nah. It's adorable. I know. Well, and mm. I added, so the accent on my name is fake. No, is- you have to shut the fuck up. 
Do you know that I literally was like, am I being culturally insensitive because I'm not pronouncing her name right? Well, so that's why I, that's why I added it to make you feel bad and weird. And so when you say it, you assume you're doing it wrong because there's an accent. The accent is like, oh, God, this has got to be something special. I should ask her because I once got like I, I'll never forget. I had an audition. this like nightmare audition. At, and it was like for something I was wrong for. It was like an ingenue. And I was like, stop making me audition for these. And the guy was like, well, thanks, Helene. Thanks very much. And I was like, oh, it's actually Helena. And he said, that's what I said. And I was like, <gasps> and so I kind of was like, oh, I was like, sorry. Helena. Because I was like, and it's my name. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so I go, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I just assume people say it wrong now. Like I made a joke out of whatever. And my feedback from that audition <gasps> was my manager called me. He's like, what happened in there? I was like, what do you mean? He goes, they said you seemed difficult. Wow. You know, by the way, that is the most like misogynistic bullshit because you're a 100%. woman who just said, hey, by the way, his ego, you somehow got his ego. Like, how dare she like woman explain me how her name is pronounced sh- difficult. And right there, let's talk about Hollywood. I'm ready. Let's just, (laughs) let's bring down, let's bring down Hollywood. I'm so ready. That infuriates me for you. I'm so sorry. Isn't that the worst? It was all pre-me too as well. And I was like devastated that I came off in that way. And now I don't, and then I, for a long time, I stopped correcting people on the pronunciation because I was like, well, I don't want to have a conversation. Yeah. And now I like, I, cause it, it does suck. Like right when you meet somebody, you're like, oh, it's actually, cause it sucks to have to correcting somebody's gross anyway. But usually I let people just call me Helene until it's clear that we'll have like a, some a closer relationship. And then I'm like, heads up. It's actually not that. So, but, you know, it's funny because it I'm was thinking traumatizing. about it and I get it. And by the way, I just have to just to circle back on something you said when you said preemie too, it genuinely took me two minutes to realize that you weren't talking about incubator babies getting harassed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are people preemie harming too? the preemies? Oh, <laughs> I was like, I, let too. me get my Ann Getty's cabbage leaf out and rescue them. <laughs> they need help. The preemie to movement in the incubator. Yes. Okay. I had an Ann Getty's conversation the other day. That's so weird that you just brought Wait, her up. Really? Yes. Like somebody was like posing their baby. I went to go visit my friend and her new baby. And I was like, oh, it's like that crazy lady that puts them in like leaves. And she was like, Ann yeah. Getty's. <laughs> Every time when I first heard of Getty Images, I was like, wait, there's a whole website of Ann Getty's images. <laughs> that is <laughs> like, so funny. <laughs> I'm so lucky. We're, and I feel like, you know, who loves an Ann Getty's image? We're going to go back to the name correction. because Is this a like, guess or a real person? That oh, loves I'll Ann play Getty's. a game. I love a game. Yes. Um, guess who's obsessed. And I feel like if I'm not mistaken, had her own children. But then part of me is like, did she pose in a cabbage leaf? You know, who, okay. you know who it is. I think it's going to be like Jessica Simpson. No. A better singer and more successful. Uh, maybe not financially, but singing wise. Oh, oh, good clue. Mariah Carey? Yes. Okay, Same great. genre. Oh, no, no, no. You're getting, to, you're getting there. You're not there. Oh, I'm getting there. That was really shady that I said Mariah Carey after you said financially a little bit <laughs> less successful. Well, and, and Mariah is, well, Jessica's like um, a cheap boot millionaire, you know? So it's not the singing that made her her money. She has her clothing line. I have Jessica Simpson shoes and I am going to the Sex and the City premiere on Wednesday. And I think I am wearing said Jessica Simpson shoes. Heard it here first. 
have to do that because but then you have to wait then we need an update to the podcast of the moment that sarah jessica parker who has her she has a stunning shoe brand spots your shoes and just like i need a slow-mo david attenborough style recording of her reaction to your yes and compliments them and i'm like jessica simpson and like what happens to her face and demeanor (laughs) (laughs) poor jessica she's been through it okay cabbage leaf baby lady is celine dion that makes complete sense. Doesn't By it the way, But like the financially not as successful was a, that was a decoy because she had that Vegas show. She is swimming. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. I, I'm saying she's more successful than Jessica Simpson. I see. But okay. because of Jessica's shoe line, which you're overly familiar with, um, <laughs> Jessica is a secret billionaire. Like she's one of, she's like the Jessica Alba thing, you know, okay. where they just Jessica have money Alba. from something else. Here we go. Jessica Alba talk to me I'm I'm like how do I get into this like a friend of mine like a friend of mine recently and I just thought this was unbelievable I was like I gotta get in on this fucking game what the fuck is this (laughs) has this happened to you I've never seen you look so angry go on I got and I was like I got this package I got back from Thanksgiving and I had this package and I was like what is this and it was like one smaller box and one enormous fucking box Mm. with like no return address I was like who is this from I opened the smaller box and it's this like beautiful Christmas wreath I'm like oh my god who sent me a Christmas wreath and my friend Russell is obsessed with wreaths and I was like did you send this to me and he was like no but I gotta know who did I opened the other box Michelle, it is the most like elaborately packed. And that's the thing. All these corporations are like environmentally friendly. But when you get these corporate packages of like giveaways, you're like, what the hell is this like usage of paper and plastics and things? It's like packed by penguins. Like they're in the house. (laughs) Forget the polar bears. They like push the glacier to like East LA. They're like, this is the only way we can live. Is packing uh-huh. for corporations now. And they live in Temecula. They're boiling yes. hot. I'm listening. I'm sorry. Okay, yes. Wait, I'm so excited for what you got sent. Can I guess? The corp- Shall I guess? Guess. Okay. It, it, like a huge, it, elaborate corporate package. Honest cor- did you get Jessica Alba's honest corporation or no? No, I didn't. That's okay. I didn't. Although I would love an honest corporation. Um, Is it a celebrity inspired? Is it like a David Beckham cologne inspired? Is it something celebrity related or it's just a company? No, it's just a company, but it was celebrity tied. It was basically a celebrity sent me was like, I've I've partnered with (gasps) Kettle One Vodka. Shut the fuck up. To bring like holiday cheer to you or whatever. And it was like three bottles of the really good Kettle One's flavored vodka is not to be slept on. It's very good. Hold on. I like all flavored vodka. When did, can I also ask, when did we turn our noses up at the flavored vodka? We could be living in the, I know you're making a face, but I'm sorry. I lived a lot of my years drinking like the mango absolute soda lime. It's not the worst. It's not. I don't do it anymore. And it's. But the thing is, is it's also not bullshit. That's the thing I like about the flavored vodka. It's like, it's not like sugar. It's just, it's a lightly flavored vodka. And the Kettle One ones are really good. Anyway, it's like three bottles of vodka, uh, like a camera, the film for the camera, two wine glasses, a three-wick candle. It's like all this shit. Three. A three-wicker. splurged, girl. Okay, yeah, go on. (laughs) A three-wicker. 
Yeah. And it was like all in these like pottery barn wicker baskets. This this package weighs like 100,000 pounds. I live on a fourth floor walk up and my husband, I was like, you got to go get it. And and it was just because this celebrity friend of mine was like, I have paired with Kettle One Vodka. I was like, I got to get on this. Hold why on a minute. Why are you being so, why are you tiptoeing around? It's now the third time you've said celebrity friend. And I feel like we're here. You should just tell us who your celebrity friend is who sent it to you. This is the point I, of them sending I, I, I it. I want to say this. It. I want to say this positively. She is not the reason for the paper waste. And I want to say that I I really genuinely like this person. <laughs> and it, that's not her. And I love that I got sent free vodka. Like, God bless. Yes. It was a huge, elaborate package. And the person I'm talking about is Ashley Park from um, Emily oh, in Paris. Yes. Love her. She, love her, too. And she yeah. had this package sent to me. She's like, I have partnered with Kettle One Vodka. And I was like... Oh, my God, this is the height of making it. So first of all, I'm going to just say about Ashley Park. Ashley Park is not a fake influencer. She is very, she's very good at Instagram. And she's a charming, wonderful actress who has had like all these successes recently and is deserving. And like, I got this package and I was like, bitch, you better get yours. This is so great. This is passive. Can I say, can I say she's, she's talent. I'm going to say this. She's the star of Emily in Paris, a show that I loved. And I actually would not accept negative chat about it. If you came to me with something negative about it, I don't even like Paris. Okay. I said, please just don't come to me with that. So just know I'm, I'm a supporter of hers and her vodkas. Go on. I hate Paris. Hot take. And um, me too. I hate it. Okay. I can't say it. I've I've given it multiple tries. Same I've here. even gone multiple times because I'm like, oh, well, I got to maybe try. Everybody's yelling at me about this. I got to try again. The dumb bitches are louder. The dumb people are going to be mad. People who love Paris are going to hear me say this and be like that bitch. But listen, you can like what you like. It's OK. It just is not for me. OK, Emily and Paris vodka brands. Go on. OK, so I had to wait for my husband to leave town in order to watch Emily in Paris. I did it in two days. <laughs> I, it was a goddamn <laughs> joy ride. She does have sex with a 17-year-old, which is illegal, but I'm, I was on board. Not with Listen, um, didn't she also fuck rape. a teen on Homeland? Am I making that up? Didn't Claire Danes have like a relationship with an underage boy? I'm I not saying it's right. I couldn't watch that show because of the cry face. Uh, that was, I, I know, know people like are ha 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 the cry face. And I was like, I couldn't watch it because of it. It was too much for me. And she's amazing. No, it was, it was like Comedia dell'arte. Like she had like, um, it was like basically a bad Robert De Niro impression. I get it. Continue. Anyway, so she so I'm watching Ashley Park like she's at like she's going to car races in Monte Carlo. She is wearing fashions. Versace is sending her boxes of shit like she is living the dream because she's on this like fashion parade show and she's fucking gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She looks good in everything. She she posts well and she she is not at not yet at and I'm celebrating this cuz everybody should follow her after this. She's not yet at a million followers. She's at like 700 and something thousand, but second season of Emily in Paris is coming out on December 22nd. Okay. And now we're promoting we've barely promoted your show. I was like, what platform is this not This is an Emily in Paris ad. Show? This yeah. is- <laughs> 
This isn't Emily Barazan. You're doing this for free. You are actually doing her legwork. Now you've talked about the vodka at length. By the way, unsponsored podcast app. Now you're promoting Emily in Paris. I'm the question was, why aren't we successful? I get but that. But that's she what I'm saying is like, who's the idiot? And the idiot is me. And this is what I'm saying is that I'm like, and me. I have done an interview for like Glamour magazine and I talked to a girl and I gave my recommendations and she's like, I'm actually gonna go and buy this stuff because I trust you. Because I'm with you. You and I are different than like a normal influencer where girls that yep. we like know what the fuck is up and I'm not going to lead you astray because it would feel dishonest and shitty. Like we, I smell of somebody that would be fucking with you if I was like recommending something truly bad. Like, yes. I don't know, like a, like a. Garcinia like Cambogia. Oh yeah. Dr. Oz. But, Dr. Oz. Or, or like that. these awful, you know, what's terrible. Yeah. The kombucha. Are you talking about like alcoholic kombucha? Uh, is no, trash. that's hilarious. <laughs> That is hilarious. No, Garcinio Cambogia was some pill like from the Amazonian rainforest that was supposed to make you thin. And I was like peeling it back like bamboo. Panda's peeling the bamboo. I mean, I bought it in pill form, but I was out there hacking the Garcinia because I was like any give me, you know, lose weight quick kind of thing. Kombucha also not the best, but I will every now and again. It is like drinking salad dressing, but I will once in a while do it for laughs. (laughs) Well, I'm not talking about kombucha. Kombucha is fine. It's the booze kombucha. Kombucha that's like alcoholic kombucha. It sucks. And and nobody should push that. Anyways, but like I follow some influencers who post about stuff to sell to me. I have a friend who's an influencer who I will not name um, who posts about stuff that like they are not on board with. They're not into it. And I'm like, you know what, though? Like, don't hate the player, hate the game. This person is collecting. It's a living. These people make th- six figures, like, on these pa- passive, just po- creating posts about things. And that's just on the Instagram, like, not other stuff. But then I follow, like, this woman, Athena Calderon, who is this, like, lifestyle person whose money I need explained to me. And I've met her a number of times and she's lovely and she lives near me in Brooklyn and she has this townhouse that she gutted and she's recently been posting and pushing like crate and barrel stuff for the holidays. And I got to tell you, like the shit's nice and I I get it. Hold on a minute. Wait a second. I would put, listen, let's talk about crate and barrel because I have an access to sofa when you know I joke that when I was on the view you can always tell in my apartment what I bought when I was on the view and what I bought when I wasn't on the view all the nice <laughs> shit if you walk into my place you're like wow that mirror that couch I'm like mm, purchased between 2015 and 2016 that's ABC you money dates. baby honey yes. that is like if I go and judge Judy baby I got the dates down to the to the day I can tell you all my restoration lamps all my you know my beautiful rugs everything else and then you can see like the Ikea stuff from like the later years let's call it or the LA years but I had this sofa it cost me probably not even that much maybe it was like three grand or something which for a huge couch not even not so bad. much I Love this couch. I'm borderline sexually attracted to it to the point that there was a story about that obese woman who fused with her couch. You remember that story? (gasps) What? No. There was a famous story about this woman who was so heavy she couldn't get up off her couch and then she died on the couch. And when I'm laughing and then when the rescuers came to get her, they were like, all right, hoist her up. And they couldn't because her skin and the couch had become one. And I thought, what a dream. Like, I wish I could become one with my access to. Is this influencing? What I'm saying is I love it for free. People were DMing me. I bought the couch because of you. Crate and Barrel has never so much. I don't even get the 10% checks when I move or um, coupons when I move anymore. God so what I'm saying it. is what 
I'm a fucking idiot. And by the way, Home Goods, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, companies I push all the time. But then the question is, are you dumb for pushing them for free? Should you wait? But I feel like no, because it's also I'm a consumer. I love to shop and it's like where my heart is, you know? I know. I mean, I guess I guess my feeling for myself is that you are more famous than me and you should be pushing uh, stuff for money because I'm you're actually on the radio. choking. I'm you're actually choking radio. to death. You are uh, like, what if the rest of the podcast people are just slitting their wrists? I'm like, you're more famous than me. No, you're you, more famous than you me. Are, you are more famous than me. Helena, <laughs> I have so many questions for you because you're stunning and probably one of the funniest people I've ever met. We spent a night together. Was it at the polo bar? We were at the polo bar. It was it like was. the, it was the, um, the premiere. Was it the premiere of the politician, that TV show? Yes. No, it was the Ryan Murphy show. God, you're good. Yes. Oh my God. It was God, Netflix money. And so yep. we were at the polo bar and there were fun people there with us. Like Vanessa Ray was there. It was fun. I love an event. It was, uh, we love an event. We love the polo bar as you probably know, yes. but your husband became like an internet sensation. I feel like he was like. On BuzzFeed, like it. Be- what happened? He became viral due solely to his height and hotness. And I just want to say congratulations on your wedding, <laughs> by the way. But tell Thank everyone, you. was that weird to see happen? I got to hear about this. No. So I, I can't <laughs> believe how I'm obsessed with him. I can't believe how hot he is. Like when I met him, yeah, I was like, beyond. oh my God, this is outrageous. And then he's got two hot brothers. So they're like, I've gone to dinner with the, with the three of them, just like me and the three of them. And I fucking love it. Cause I get the looks, the death looks. <gasps> it's like me with my harem of beautiful, tall Jewish men. It's insane. Are they and also so, Jewish? Yes, they're Jewish. I'm you, in can Judaism I have to say something? school. I'm ending this podcast early. Uh, you know what? I was A-OK with it. I don't even like Jewish guys, funny enough. I was A-OK with it until you just said that. That is unicorn level. Patty Stanger knows about that. They don't exist. <laughs> Hot, tall, funny Jewish guys are, I mean, literally the DNA won't allow for it. It's like them, Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> Who else? I think that's it. Literally. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen's a great example of a tall, hot yeah. Jewish guy. Beyond. Um, yeah. When I and I met them all at the same time, like the same night is when I met all three of them. And I tell their mom all the time, I'm like, are you just walking around Pittsburgh? That's where they're from being like, yeah, I spawned these three hot ass sons. And she's so she pretends she's a Jewish mom. She's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, you fucking love it. You love walking around and people is knowing she that these tall? are your sons. I, I have so many questions. First of all, OK, are the brothers single or taken? two brothers are single and one is taken because I'm married to him. Okay. This is a twist. Even I wasn't expecting. Um, this is like just unbelievable news for everybody. who's <laughs> such a fan of your wedding and your husband to know that there's two clones roaming Pittsburgh, which by the way, not to be like that, but I've been to Pittsburgh. It's a lovely town, but you know, I always say when you get into the outskirts of Pennsylvania, everybody looks like they survived a horrible fire. So what yeah, I'm saying is yes. that you're, <laughs> but the outskirts, well, you know, Mary of I'm going to interrupt style. you. Mm-hmm. They're not roaming Pittsburgh. They're roaming Williamsburg and Greenpoint, which is way more appropriate. So they're cleaning up honey they're cleaning up are they on raya like they've got to be absolutely baby baby they are sweeping the floor they are mopping up new york it's it's unbelievable they can't get enough like i met a bunch of one of their friends the other day and like all the friends want to fuck them and they've known each other forever like it's i can't believe it's unreal and so yeah so i started my and my husband does not want to be googleable he got very upset that he was googleable and i was like i don't care you're googleable because you're my hot husband so it's not about you it's about me and how it looks for me 
it just got even hotter. Like what I actually like genuinely, by the way, now I got to take the turn. Like, I'm going to be in a bra and like airy hipster underpants by the time between the Ann Gettys babies and the hot brothers roaming Williamsburg. And then your husband not wanting to be Googleable, which, you know, there's I have two theories about men who aren't on social media, because on the one oh. hand, you could. Well, you know, it's funny because you meet these guys, whatever. And then some of them aren't on it. And you're like, okay, you're definitely straight. Like there's no question. Cause you know what I mean? Like it's a yeah, very straight or it's attribute. Like they say, like they say on a, the other two or their a- account is all photography. Right. Well, exactly. All photography or, but I do think that there is something hyper just secure about, especially really anyone, but especially a man who's just not on line and who doesn't it's frustrating when you first start seeing someone like that because you know you want to see the ex or you know do the usual stalking things that one does so it can be you know hitting a brick wall sucks but god that's like just he's perfect what does he do just say his job you don't have to get into detail he's the cfo he's the cfo of a of a tech company yeah. You know, we're going to end this. Part. What time is it? We've done 29 <laughs> minutes. I think it's long enough. I don't know about you, the listener. I've had it with you. Is it not not outrageous? I know. What? I literally sometimes like sometimes I get mad at him and I'm like, because um, I, I part of me is like, make sure he knows to be in his place. That he yeah, doesn't also, get you're fantastic. too secure. Well, clearly. And you're like, um, I mean, 10 out of 10, stunning, funny, talented and sweet. So you're please like you guys are a perfect couple. Wait, where'd you meet him, though? All the same night. Can I guess? Was okay, it like a mixer? Was it at a bar or a club in Williamsburg? No. So these are all great guesses. I met him through a friend of mine who was dating one of the brothers. And she's this amazing, amazing woman named Margot Bingham. She's an actress. Mm-hmm. And um, she, I went to see her sing at the Rockwood Music Hall on the Lower East Side. And I, she, when I ran into her at another party at the Martin Mrs. Maisel premiere, okay, which I get myself invited me. to. <laughs> Sorry, but the modern Mrs. Maisel premiere parties are unbelievable. It was like at the Rainbow Room and I ran into her. Those parties are amazing. Those that like Amazon money for that hit show. (laughs) I love that the party was so amazing that you called it the modern Mrs. Maisel when it's the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. You're like, and the influencing it had on me. Just (laughs) you like I religiously watched the show. Uh-huh. I am oh, religious wow. about my modern Maisel. I, you know what I was thinking? Modern <laughs> Thoroughly modern Millie. And I ran into Sutton Foster the other day, and I want to talk about her. Ooh, um, I love her. I love her. Okay, no, I do you? Her. I love her. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I love her. I and can't decide. I, this is genuinely like my own inception, whether or not you actually like her, because the face that you're giving me, I don't think oh, you I like her. Oh, I have this whole... I have this whole thing about Sutton Foster. I I can't meet her because I love her so much. Like, wait, it's are you joking? Too much. No, because I when I saw Thoroughly <gasps> Modern Millie when I was a senior in high school, I came to New York to like audition for NYU and was rejected. And I also was rejected from NYU. This oh is God. why we're not influencing. <laughs> wait, we're get, we're on to something. There, we are on to something. There is something about okay, rejected from NYU. Funny, good hair. Kind of yeah. similar face shapes. I'm heavier than you, but like a similar. No, kind of like, a, 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 like a cheek. You see it. We'll never need an implant. We'll never need a filler. Ever. When people accuse me of getting fillers, I go, no, I fucking eat. I get really mad. I'm like, no, I get Ugh. Botox, but I've never gotten a filler. Yeah. Continue. Please. You have to get Botox at a certain point. Like, stop resisting. And um, 
Anyway, and I okay. love her. Sutton. And Sutton. I ran. I, I and I and I I was doing a production of. Um, I did at uh, City Center Encores. I did. Um, uh, oh my God, Grand Hotel. And I sang a song called "I Want to Go to Hollywood." Sutton had sung <gasps> the song on like one of her albums. And I came out of my dressing room one night after the show and she was in the stairwell and I hid in my dressing room so I wouldn't have to talk to her. No. Because I just, there's just nothing that gets me like a Broadway celebrity. And then just, and then she followed me on Instagram recently, which I was like, this is the pinnacle of my life. Yeah. And then I ran into her because I was going to physical therapy because I, I fucking broke my knee because I decided to try skiing. I learned how on YouTube. And it, I, I, it, and so now I go to okay. physical therapy twice can a we week. Put, n- no pun. Can we put a pin in that? And that is not um, a PT pun because I have some skiing questions. Okay. Skiing injury. So you see Sutton on your way there. I I'm see listening. Sutton Foster walking into the same building. And I was like, Sutton. But like with stars in my eyes, like just Sutton. And she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so sweet. She goes, hi. She was like, oh, congrats <gasps> on your wedding. And I was like, thank you. And we're in the <laughs> elevator together. And we're just like gabbing, gabbing, gabbing. She's got like a knitting book out right now. But she was promoting. She was going to Playbill.com to promote because she's in the new production of The Music Man with Hugh uh, Jackman. Uh, listen, I'd fly back just to see it with you because I'm. Oh, we have go. to see it. Wait, let's, let's go. see it. Let's okay, see good. that together. I will yeah, totally yeah, yeah. go. Oh, I love oh my God. I love him and I love her. And she's the <sighs> nicest, most, she's beautiful also, tall, which I love, sweet as sugar, big fan. I have chills all over my legs and apparently he's the nicest as well. Can you imagine being in that show with those two being like the top number one and number two of your show, the, the stars? Did you that, see gotta be the picture of, did you see the picture of him getting his booster shot on Instagram? No, I didn't see it. Oh my God. Okay. Listen, just relax. There was a story that came out last week about a guy who used a fake arm here in Italy to get his shot. Like he had this silicone chest piece with a fake arm. And then the nurse like tried to like jam the needle in and noticed that it was just... (laughs) (laughs) And it ricocheted and she boosted again. Um, But Hugh Jackman flexing his body is... It's groundskeeper Willie level cut, like meaning he's a handsome looking guy. He's tall. He's he's gorgeous. The body still does not make sense. He is too cut. I think that there is a limit and I think he's passing it now. I'm going to say it, but it is fake arm like from Halloween Adventure. It is not real flesh. You have to look. Oh, my God. I got to look at this. Is it on yeah, his go Instagram? On. I'm boiling hot uh, again. This the <laughs> heat levels between Hugh and they, just your husband, the brothers. I'm sizzling. I know. I, I know. The brothers. <laughs> are really something else it's my favorite thing on instagram it's like i can't post anything to my grid because nothing's happening in my life right now other than you know the holidays and um all i do is post about my hot husband and you know his brothers well why shouldn't you by the way why should wait so you didn't oh my god you saw the arm what the hell (laughs) i told you isn't Just that casually crazy? thumbs upping? What is going on here? He's in. It in. looks like there's two, two challah loves. There's two. It's like regular, and then he's like, in case you didn't see it, I'll give you a close review. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's. I love him. He's such a ham. And, it looks like the meat that hangs in the window at a Fuddruckers. You know, when you walk into Fuddruckers and there's like a cow <laughs> hanging there. It's yes. just not normal meat. Like I'm not. Well, I, I'm, it upsets me. I don't know. I have something to say about these bodies. They're full time jobs. Yeah. They're full-time jobs. Like, I Peloton, and I look at Robin Arzon, and I'm like, why don't I look like that? And she's full, like, vegan raw. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. It's like, if Can once you understand that they're full-time jobs. No, I'm grateful that I am not on a TLC special about overeating. Because the truth is, like, 
the amount that I eat and like I, my exercise is like basically walking. You know what I mean? But like sure. lately, I'm you get it. I'm not I don't have a Peloton. I don't have a trainer. I did Pilates for like eight minutes. And um, I'm like, thank God I could be genuinely like jaws of life, you know, at the door. It's a shot. I'm not even making not mocking anything. I'm just saying I'm grateful yeah. for the body that I have because it should be bigger. You know, yeah, I I feel the same. I I do exercise because I really like it. Like it makes and my brain actress. better. Otherwise, I'm a yeah. full psychopath, and I'm an actress. And there's, you know, I I do the bare minimum to get me like um to at least working. Like I do look at Ashley Park, and I'm like, well, I'll never be a Kettle One representative because I'll never have that body. It's just never gonna happen. <laughs> I feel like um you look fantastic, and the questions that we have to talk about. Met your husband at this concert, then went to Thoroughly Modern Maisel Rainbow Room. Thoroughly, oh, he was, so that's, he was there. No, I I ran into my friend Margot at Thoroughly Modern Maisel oh. at um at the party at Rainbow Room, and she was like, "Oh, I know single people," which nobody fucking tells single people, which is so rude. Everybody's like, "How could you possibly be single? There's nobody out there." People literally say that shit to single people, which is so ridiculous. It's it's actually you know what it is? It's a brag I found when people go, "How are you still single?" It's like. Because people like you annoy me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because there are people out there are annoying. And it's also hard. You know, everyone uh, is sick mentally. Okay. Wait, so what happened? So she knows single people. Go on. She's like, I know single people. So I went to her concert and I was like, there's hot guys here. And the hot guys there were these three brothers. And I met the oldest one and I married him. And that's where I met him. And I couldn't you, believe it. Like, I literally, I my jaw dropped and I was like chatting with him. And I was like, I, my inside of my brain was cracking up. I could not believe that this man was available. And the lesson here is, is that they are available. Don't settle on something random. Wait for your big, hot 6'5 Jew. He's out there. Okay. But then here's the question, because <laughs> I feel like I've been in conversations with hot, tall, single men. And I also have that same, inter- the cashmere sweats, you know what I mean? Where I'm just like, how can this be happening? And then to lock it down though, that takes skill. Like you lock that man down. That well, that's what I want to hear about. What did you have to I have do a theory other on than, too. other than be, cause like the, what do they say? The experts, quote unquote, you're my expert, by the way, they say, you. you know, What's the thing? High value women like don't be available, be, you know, and it's true. Like you have other things going on, but just don't make him feel good and he'll pursue you. So I have a better way of articulating the same idea, Yes, which is that and I am a feminist and this is coming from a feminist mouth, (laughs) but men, (laughs) this is science and this is like their evolution because they're kind of dumb and they need to feel like they need to feel like they have won something. So if you're just putting it in front of them all the time and making it so easy for them, that's not a conquest. That's not something they're like, I did it. I got my girl. They're like, well, the pussy was fully on a platter and I just ate from it. And so my thing is that like in the first, I'm not kidding, like month, you do not initiate contact fucking ever. Ever. I agree. It's really hard. You're going to come back in the podcast when I'm engaged and I'm going to be like, girl, guess what I did? Jack shit, nothing. Jack shit, nothing. nothing other nothing. Except I nothing. will go- have gotten a ton of fillers by then. So I'll just be like full jigsaw. Just no, be like- because you eat. And so you won't need filler. I'm telling you, we have the cheeks of women with we have we have the cheeks of housewives. That's right. No, it's a full. Where's, what's your background? Are you like a uh, northern European? Uh, yes. So specific. Yes. 
like Northern <laughs> German. Yes. yes. English. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I could tell. I could Not tell. Jawline. Jewish. No, I Thank know. You. Well, but still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like all I ever mm-hmm. wanted. I remember seeing like pictures of Angelina <laughs> Jolie growing up in magazines and being like, you could just fucking cut a diamond with that jawline. Yeah, but like she's got a scary wanted. jawline. Scary jawline. I'm sorry. That's like, that's the jawline of someone who feels no joy, I feel. You know, it's well, everything is tight. Like, yeah, just yeah. relax. God. Anyway. Yeah. Wait, NYU, what did you audition with? What was your audition monologue? Um, my audition, I don't remember my monologues because I auditioned <gasps> for musical theater. So I auditioned with songs. So I auditioned with like a song from, um, oh fuck. I can't remember. This is a long time ago now. This is 2003. Mm-hmm. A wonderful guy. It was a wonderful guy from South Pacific. That's what I auditioned with. Wow. Okay. I don't know it. it. Is that bad? It's, Can I guess no, what it sounds like? It. Can I guess what it sounds like? Yes, go for it. He's a wonderful guy. Is that it? Yes, that's it. <laughs> oh, God. Beautiful I, I'm song. not exaggerating. It was uncanny. <laughs> and it ends with no joke, like wonderful, 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 wonderful guy. Like that's how it ends. Which we is exactly what you just did. Yeah, Wait. it feels like we're... <laughs> <laughs> that's hysterical um but yeah rejected and i think though that rejected. like the nyu Ugh. mentality is a place where they know they're like you're an influencer someday because you're absolutely right i just want that free money man and i used to poo poo it it's like i think instagram is so no. stupid and i was off instagram for a full like during the pandemic i couldn't watch people be productive like i didn't want to see people like do things that were of use Like people were writing stuff and like being productive. And I was like, I can't watch this. All I do is like a yoga class in the morning. And that felt like everything. Anyway, so I left Instagram and I was like, how do I make this? I I got back on. I muted almost everybody. (gasps) Like even people I like, I muted. And I all I can see now is like interior design and drag queens, which is like all I care about. So I'm still in it. And you're still in it. Like, I knew you were in Italy. And I was like, God, this, like, lifestyle. And when you were in London, I have a lot of questions. And I want to talk about the other two. Because if you think that you're getting out of this podcast without promoting (laughs) what I think is probably one of the funniest shows, I I don't want to compare it to others because then it looks like I'm shitting on other shows. But a lot of other comedies people rave about. And then I watch them and I'm left feeling flat. The other two has the opposite effect. (laughs) Other two is just... Everybody on it is brilliantly funny, but you are so good on it. Molly Shannon this season is so brilliantly funny. Drew Tarver, like just the whole cast is above and beyond. You want to talk about it and then we can end on skiing maybe? Um, I just agree with you. I think it's very good. Like I watch the episodes and legitimately forget that I'm in them because I they're such a joy ride. I'm so proud to be a part of it. I love being a part of it. I love doing it. We're doing a season three. It's just the best. It's Mm. the best. And it's so great to be on season three. Uh, Me too. HBO Max, um, one of my favorite streaming platforms. And again, Trust I know. me, not I, being paid to say it. Love it. I find that purple very soothing. And when you open Netflix, they're screaming at you immediately, which you're like, <gasps> I, I'm just here for Bake Show. I'm just here for oh. the Great British Baking Show. Oh, you that's the other show we have yelling. to talk about. Yeah. You're yelling the minute we open this up. And I'm like, I just need to know what happens on Bake Off. <laughs> HBO Relax. Max is the Jurgen of streaming platforms. Agree or disagree? Jurgen is the, Baby. wait. Netflix is the HBO Max? HBO Max is the Jurgen of streaming platforms. What did you feel about him getting kicked off before the finale? I thought he let himself down. You want to know the truth? 
I got to pause here. I felt like it wasn't his greatest performance or effort. Um, he did. I forget. He made something that had like little black seeds in it. Right. There was something that looks speckled, if I'm not mistaken, that um, Prue liked. But then Paul, who I'm getting a little tired of, to be honest with you. Um, the handshakes. Snubbed. Talk about sexism. Oh, talk Why about are we sexism all gunning for this handshake. And you know, what's funny. I would still accept it. I would love it. I know I, I would, would. And I am lying. I would. I know. I'm sorry. Well, I just think that like Jurgen a couple times and he made this like gingerbread situation that did not look good. He did not do great that episode. And like as much as you can say like Chiggs did not have the performance that Jurgen did season long, Chiggs really did improve. And it was crazy that it only, this isn't saying that I know this. He had only been baking a year. He, He belonged there. The gal, what is her name? Oh, God. I love her. Um, don't remember her I name. Loved- Everybody wants Sh- her and Chiggs to date. And honestly. Isn't Chiggs gay? Like, no, I don't think he is. Hold on. Wait a minute. I know. Because I also, I, I think we may have thought that because all of the gay community loved him so much. And He's all of hot. the community like everyone did because he's hot as shit and like so sweet and but I think that I saw that he was like a Joe Rogan fan which to me is an automatic much like not being on social media I think that I don't think any gay men listen to Joe Rogan I could be wrong can I tell you about Joe Rogan I was like well this is the number one thing I want to know what this is so I went on a walk and I was like I'll listen to a Joe Rogan episode I want to know what this is and I was like what the fuck yeah this is insane. This is like a, the inside of a psychopath's mind or like the most extreme <laughs> narcissist. Yes. Nar- I was like, you can listen to this, but people love narcissists. They do. Why we work, honey. Um, okay. Skiing on YouTube. We're back. Oh, yeah. Did we edit that part out? Great. So now, <laughs> you know, I've never skied in my life. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? I grew up in L.A. So there you go. That, that explains it. So L.A., Miami, never skied. Exactly. And I'm but I'm Canadian. And so like I was born in Canada. So I'm like, I should know how to do this. And I was going up to Hunter Mountain with my then boyfriend. And people are like, are you going to ski? Are you going to ski? Are you going to ski? And I was like, I don't know. But I dragged my feet for so long that I didn't have they were out of lessons like they didn't. I couldn't sign up for a lesson. And I was like, well, how hard could this be? And I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and I got some tips and I was like, great. And I went and I had a pass for like three days. And the first day I went, I got my shit. I went on the bunny hill and I was like, this is it. This is not that hard. And then I did the easy hill like five times. And I was like, <gasps> OK, this is all ski. Like I was having a blast. Wait, when did this like, happen? This happened this in just- February. Okay, because you said your first boyfriend. So that's why I was well, like confused. My, no, my then, my then boyfriend. boyfriend. The way you said it made me think like your boyfriend at the time. Now you've. Okay, I got it. With no, your then boyfriend, my, now husband. My, my, my now you. husband. Yes. And, okay, go on. And then I was like, maybe there's another easy hill before I like pack it in for the day. And I went to this other hill and it was not as easy. And I was using my YouTube tip tips and I bit it once and I bit it again and I fully tore my ACL. I tried to stand up and I could not stand up. This all happened two weeks before we went back to shoot the other two. I can't believe this. And I had to call Chris and Sarah after I was like positive I could walk with it to be like, hey guys, just a heads up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. I tried skiing. Um, And then also that was the week my husband decided he was going to propose to me. So I looked like full hell in a handbasket, like with my elevated leg when he got down on one knee, a functioning one and asked me to marry him. And I was like, but I look bad. 
Oh, but that's so cute. I actually love that. I feel like that's like, you know, just shows you guys as a real couple. And it's like there. It's also funny, frankly, let's be honest. Like it's also very me for something that stupid to have happened. Yeah. And like, um, yeah, it's like I see it's so funny, like in planning a wedding, it was the same thing. You see all these images of like what these proposals are like, like the shit that these guys plan out. I say guys because it's typically guys that propose. Yes. But like. You know, the stuff they plan is, like, so elaborate. People are jumping out of places. There's a photographer, blah, blah, blah. And so you can get so wrapped up on, like, an Instagram being like, oh, my God, my husband didn't do any of that shit. He just found me (laughs) after I hadn't showered and was like, and my mother that morning was like, maybe you should shower. And I was like, I showered yesterday, which is good enough. Like, it Did was she know that he shower. was, she knew that he was going to propose. Yeah, oh so she was like, God. you should think about showering. And I was like, I showered yesterday. <laughs> and so, yeah, he just proposed to me dirty alone in a cabin in, after I okay, had a broken Okay, autobiography title, Dirty Alone in a Cabin. Dirty Hot. alone in a cabin. <laughs> <laughs> That's your manifesto, girl. Start writing it. We need your I, manifesto. Mm. What am I doing not having a dope podcast job where I can just go to Europe and like ha- bring my pack my microphone and my computer and like okay, when you say it like dream. that I sound like an asshole like you don't you, know you sound like you're nailing it it's really genius. I feel are like, you kidding I watched you do I don't your want, whole London uh, tour did you do yeah. any live like appearances when you were in London you I did have. a live I did do a live show and I actually want to go back and do another live show like a an actual run of shows possibly next summer but I need new hot material take. girl yeah oh hot take london's the best city in europe Mm, i love it look at me i know okay great i get it people that are my favorite place in the world no oh and i have this thing about paris i have this i have i have a rap about paris i want to hear i was on my second try of paris tried it a second time and i was going to go visit my friend who was living in london at the time so i got on that train that channel train that goes under love the the channel love and then i was in paris and i was like looking at it and how they just like they just let the Nazis come on in. And so Paris mm-hmm. looks beautiful. Like Paris looks beautiful because they didn't, they were like, you know what? Fuck it. And they just entertained the Nazis for that entire war. So their city was maintained. You go underground in Paris and you come up in England that got absolutely shot to shit. And so England is this like mismosh of architecture and like scrappy people and all this thing. And I was like, and I literally had this wave of relief come over me as I like yep. exited the, tr- <laughs> the tunnel. I was like, I'm back with, what I feel are the true people. <laughs> okay. I love Can I say, English. I agree with every single word you've said. I've been an Anglophile since I was a little girl and I used to go to London with my mom um, who's from Tel Aviv. So we'd fly to Tel Aviv to see my Jeez. grandparents and oh. then, yeah. And then stop for like a week in London to like offset the flight. Cause it was like too long. And so just since I was little and I've gone every year, pretty much, I feel like every year of my life, I've taken a trip there and it's now I'm at a point where I'm connecting with it in a way that's like mm, really great for me and like making me feel really happy. And just, I don't know, it just, the only bad thing about it is that it doesn't have Target. And actually same goes for Milan. Like I had to buy, no, I'm being serious. Like I had to buy, so this Airbnb long story because of a gas leak, blah, blah, blah. I had to leave, but um, I wanted, I needed towels. Okay. Now I'm not there, so I don't need them. But I'm like, where do people here buy towels? There is like no Marshalls. Mm. There's no home goods. There's no TJs or, target and so my friend uh who lives here i said i listen i have to buy a heater like where do i go because even in new york you can sometimes go to Dwayne reed they'll have them you know at the drugstore and he went oh you got to go to a place called media world it's like eight miles outside of town i'm like what like how do people function 
before internet, let's say even before Amazon, how did people get anything? So the convenience of America cannot be beaten. I think it's like the laziness factor of the States is like off the charts, but I like hunting for things. I, I just love, love London. It has everything. It's beautiful. And listen, yeah, I'm like, well, uh, until I have to be back in New York, which will happen, you know, let me take this time to like, you know, be out here. So that's what I'm doing. Ugh, you're living the dream. It's why I still haven't muted you on Instagram. <laughs> Honey, that is the nicest compliment I've ever been paid. And listen, co- did you do honeymoon? You did honeymoon already. Yeah, we did. We went to Spain. Yeah. You went to Spain. Come we to Italy. To Spain. I'm here all month. I get a ticket. Perf- oh my God. Why don't you come I, here? I, oh my God. I, I love okay. Italy. I love it there. I would <laughs> totally come. Helena York, who, if one thing has been settled at the end of this interview, it's that I can finally say your name. And the next time I see you, I will definitely get it wrong. I already know. Helena York, the funniest, the best. Uh, follow her on Instagram, please. Let us be influencers. Follow her at Helena York, but it's spelled Helene. H E L E N E Y O K E. We got to talk about that. And same on Twitter. And listen, the other two, which um, you mentioned Chris and Sarah, who have to be the two funniest people I've ever met in my life and the loveliest. Like, they're the good side of comedy. The oh, best. they're so great. And it's like people like pitch ideas for the other two at me. And I'm like, it's just never going to be as good as anything that they everything that they come up with. Like, no, it's no, no. so funny. People are like, I think this is what should happen to Brooke. And I'm like, I don't want to know what you think. Because they've Honestly, already told me some ideas for season three because they're in the writer's room. And I'm just like, you guys are geniuses. I have to tell you, they are truly two of my favorite people. And everyone who's on the show, there's I love watching it because it feels pure for me because I like love everyone. So I'm like, oh, yeah, good. and they're funny. You know? They're funny in a way that's infuriating because you're like, I would never have come up with that. It's the same with like yeah. Paul Downs and Lucia who created Hacks. Like my other Jen two Stassi. favorite people. Ugh. These people are just so fucking off the charts smart that it's like I can't even hold a candle. I'm afraid of them. Like I see yes. them in public. I'm like, hi, it's too much. Like <laughs> I'm going to um, have a dinner. It's going to be Lucia, Paul, Jen, Sutton Foster, me, you, the husband, and the two brothers. I need you to just and it's like let me just finish. a toilet because I'm gonna pee the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting on a big toilet, and the rest of us are in little little stools. So that's like funny also. And then we're just gonna have drinks and laughs. Helena, I cannot thank you enough. I adore you. You're glowing. Congrats on getting married. And you're thanks. I'm just excited for you. You're a sweetheart. So thanks again. I'm excited for you. Thank you for having me. Aww. Midnight Snack is an Earwolf production, executive produced by me, Michelle Collins. Our producer is Anita Flores, and our sound engineer is Sam Kiefer. Special thanks to my friend, Dan Acton. You can listen to our ad-free episodes on Stitcher Premium. For a free one-month trial, use the code SNACK. Please rate and review Midnight Snack and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. You can follow us on Twitter at MNightSnackPod. That's M-N-I-G-H-T-S-N-A-C-K-P-O-D. I love spelling. Midnight Snackers, we would love to hear from you. Send us your feedback, questions, or topics we should chat about. You can leave us a voicemail on our party line at 331-901-0005 or drop us a line at MidnightSnack at Earwolf.com. For more of me, tune in to The Michelle Collins Show live weekday mornings from 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Radio Andy, Sirius XM 102, and on the Sirius XM app. You can also follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Mishkoll, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.